Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, uh, what are we doing today? Uh, looks like we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead and some Gotham. <laughs> and then all the returning shows on the CW. So we have a action-packed episode for you guys. I would have to say so. There was, a, there was, you know what? No, I'm gonna say there wasn't a lot of action in those episodes, man. It was so much talking and pointless drivel, especially in Legends of Tomorrow and in Supergirl and in Flash. Um, everything was a letdown for me except for Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. Those were the two best uh, season premieres out of all the four shows. Yeah, I would have to say the same. Um, but I, I think we'll get to that. We'll get to that here and eventually. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about some geek news, some televised heroic news. Let me ask you this first, because I kind of just, I kind of. Um, put you in the demographic or at least i make you as the the figurehead for all the rick and morty fans that i know (laughs) (laughs) even though i enjoy that show too uh i kind of uh i i want to yell at you and blame you for these fans that rioted over at the mcdonald's that got the stupid chess one sauce Come on, do you think I would do anything like that? Hell no. I wouldn't riot. <laughs> like, it is, it's like almost the opposite of what the show is about. Like, literally, these people do not get what Rick and Morty is about if they're riding over Szechuan sauce, dipping sauce at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, and for those assholes that are selling it online for $500 a packet or 300 bucks, can't remember exactly. And why would anybody pay for that? Anybody that watches the show, why would they pay that? Because, well, because, and I'll say this to a lot of this in there. Um, because of this, uh, Justin Roiland was pretty much pissed off and said that, you know, it was shame on all of us for acting the way that we did, that it was not cool. Yeah, and good. And I'm glad Justin came out and said that because, yeah, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I guess I was in my protect, protective bubble of uh, the people that I know that enjoy the show and myself. Like, like we felt like we get it and, you know, the show, you know, talk to us in a certain way. And then you hear about these other people that go crazy over this stuff. And then it's, it's like, this is what gives us, I guess, you know, geeks a bad name to other people, the people that don't understand why. See, all those other people, they would they would do this stuff over their football team losing or, you know, uh, some other stupid crap. And we're supposed to be better. We're supposed to be better at this. We're supposed to be better at fandoms than this. And then they go crazy at McDonald's? Really? Yeah. Um, it. So this, this is how it went down. So this was the breakdown. So McDonald's uh, basically made it seem. And I went with low expectations. I wasn't going to get a packet. But I just went there for the hell of it anyway. I got myself a nice poster. But uh, the way McDonald's said is that, you know, uh, these locations that you can find in the app are the ones that are going to be carrying the sauce. So up here in Phoenix, what ended up happening in the Tempe area, um, one of the locations I was carrying it, uh, people started lining up the day before at 10 p.m. 
So what the um, the workers did is they uh, gave out little tickets with a number on them, and you know, and that was for the amount of the sauce packets that they had. So basically, you had to be there the day before to get the fucking ticket so you can get your sauce. And if you didn't get a ticket, then you were SOL and you weren't going to get sauce at all. Um, and since McDonald's did say that every location listed on their app was going to have the sauce, I went to one location um, in downtown. Basically, when I got there, some guy's like, don't even bother, man. He's like, they ran out of posters. This location isn't even carrying the sauce. Uh, they just gave out the wrong information. Only certain locations are going to have X amount of sauce packets. So you're not guaranteed to get a sauce packet, uh, even if you go to a location that says that they are carrying it. So I went to another location downtown, uh, stood in line, and um, the owner of that McDonald's was doing the same thing. They were giving out little tickets with numbers on them, and I got a poster. Well, you so, know, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, uh, I guess at least you got a poster, but I mean, there's no reason <laughs> for people to be lining up for dipping sauce. This is ridiculous. It wasn't even a popular thing until just Rick and Morty talked about it. I know. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous, it, I know. It makes me want to not even watch the show at this point. Like, just because people would associate me with those people. Yeah, because we're just as bad as everybody else now. Right, exactly. Oh, I don't know. It, it really hurt me to hear something like that happened and now to reward this stupid behavior did, mcdonald's is actually bringing it back for winter temporarily yeah for the winter <sighs> they they released an official apology statement as well saying sorry you know we should have known that there are so many rick and morty fans that you know we should have released more than just a limited amount no no <laughs> no they should not be sorry they, I mean, one, they should never have brought it back. It, it, it would have been that much better. I mean, obviously for them, it is great because it means people are going to be coming in buying chicken nuggets to eat with their goddamn sauce. But they should have just left it as is and been like, yeah, that was a funny thing that happened in that show to remind you of a thing that we did in the past. And that's it. A, marketing, and B, for uh, for them not supplying enough sauce packets, it's hurting their public image. So of course they <laughs> they got to do anything you know for the customer. I guess. Uh, I, I right. well, you know what? I want them to bring back my hot mustard because that's what I like to eat with my <laughs> my nuggets. So uh, I'll I'll write for that. Okay. All right. You should just start a giant group or a petition to have them bring that back. You know what? I'll just make my own like incredibly funny. Uh, animated TV show and then make a mention of it, that should be a lot easier, right? Sure, why not? <laughs> well, there's a rumor that Netflix is buying any uh, any show you pitch them. So, any know. show? I don't know if it's any show. <laughs> South Park made fun of it. <laughs> uh, okay, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. I'm sorry I brought it down on you, but uh, I, I felt like you would be the, the, the best... Uh, Hey, I told you, I post. went there with low expectations. <laughs> Best post for me to, to bounce off of, so uh, there you go. All right. Actually pertaining to shows that we talk about, though, uh, first thing I want to talk about is DC's Legends of Tomorrow is going to be losing one half of the Firestorm equation. Victor Garber is leaving. Possibly. Is there any 
specific reason as to why he's leaving. Oh yeah, that's right. He's he's going back to Broadway. Yeah, I mean he's already a Tony Award winning you know actor, Broadway actor. So uh, I assume that he was gonna he can go to that and he'd probably open himself up some more movies and other maybe other TV shows. Uh, he he was yeah. on the first episode of the Orville. Oh really? Yeah, he was like uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess an admiral. Probably he was he was a uh, Seth McFarland's boss, so okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I get that. I mean, and, and I think as you put posted in our Facebook page, um, this is the second. This would be the second time a one half of the Firestorm equation has left the show. So, right. Uh, do you think they'll get someone to replace? Um, Professor Stein, or do you think they'll just go with uh, finding a way for Jefferson Jackson to be Firestorm on his own? Because for a while in the comic books, Ronnie Raymond was Firestorm by himself. He didn't have Professor Stein in his head. Hmm. I think I definitely think they'll figure out a way how to how to do it. So it only has to be him. Yeah, I mean that that's a possibility. Um, now. They kind of already took away the other one of the other possibilities because the other person known as, as as Firestorm in the comic books was Jason Rush, and him and Professor Stein were melted together as well as Roman, Ronnie Raymond and, and uh, Professor Stein at one time, and um, I think Jason Rush also ended up melding with his girlfriend at one time, but yep. then he also he also melded with Ronnie Raymond, so. I know Flash already used the Jason Rush character, uh, so I don't know if they'll be able to bring him in again. I thought he died. Exactly. I think he died. That's why we can't use him. Maybe maybe Jax will fall in love with someone and, you know, they'll use that like, you know, Mr. How, Rush. Like Jason Rush and his girlfriend were yeah. Firestorm. It's a possibility. Yeah. Could happen. Yeah, and Blackest Night, I think the Jason Rush was... Oh, wait, no, he was Deathstorm in that. Never mind. No, Ronnie Raymond was Deathstorm. Oh, okay. Because he's the one who had died. Jason Rush hadn't died. Oh, that's right. So Then, yeah, and Black, I read Blackest Night, one of the um, off comics where Jason Rush and his girlfriend were fusing together. Oh, uh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean... It'd be terrible to see Victor Garber go, but like <laughs> I think we've said <laughs> since the beginning, he kind of brings the legitimacy to the show. Uh, so you, I could only imagine he would only stick with it for so long. Right, but I feel like they're going to be losing their moral compass for the show. Well, I think Jefferson Jackson will, will play that that part for the most part. Like as 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 much as anything, he doesn't really get that much screen time. Uh, other than when he's actually has the firestorm outfit on, so I that's and, true. And as we will talk in the episode when we talk about the episode, the premiere episode, they dropped a lot of hints of Victor Garber leaving. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, also wanted to talk about two shows that we talk about on normally on this is uh, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, and at New York Comic Con, which. Uh, Unfortunately, we neither one of us could be at um, the Walking Dead panel. Robert Kirkman himself got up and said, "A character from one of the series will cross over onto the other, bringing the two dead worlds together." 
And who do you think that is? See, now, I think the way that they're saying that is very odd. Because they didn't say, like, someone from the Fear of the Walking Dead is going gonna, is gonna to show up on Walking Dead. Which would make the most sense, I think, right. story-wise. But they said it that someone from one of the shows will show up in the other show. Which makes me think that someone from The Walking Dead is going to show up in Fear the Walking Dead. Which would... I mean, could kind of be a good idea because, um, you know, Fear the Walking Dead has the, the worst ratings out of the two. Yeah. Um, so, so just crazy theory, and I've been thinking about it. We haven't seen Heath in a long-ass time. What if, he vent- what if he ventured out west and meets up with somebody from Fear the Walking Dead and then brings him back to the, to the camp? Okay, I was going to say, because... I mean, you have to remember that Fear of the Walking Dead takes place in the past of Walking Dead. So you can't have Heath show up in Fear of the Walking Dead with, you know, the time that's missing from when he left Alana. That's that's her real name. What's her show name? Alana Masterson. I can't think of her last name or her character name. Yeah, I can't think of her character name. But yeah, you can't have that happen. But if you do the way that you said it, that he he went away and then comes back in The Walking Dead with a character from The Fear of the Walking Dead, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that might actually happen. Um, See, now the way I saw it playing out is that you take a character that's dead in The Walking Dead and have them show up in Fear the Walking Dead. And the only one that would that would work out for would be Abraham. Like... That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, you could say that Abraham met up with the Fear of the Walking Dead crew before he met with uh, Eugene and Rosita in Texas. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it would it would make a lot of sense, uh, honestly. Nah, um, but they're in they're in California. Well, they're in California now. They're in Mexico. So I mean, I guess they could make it over to Texas. Not too. They could. They can meet up in Arizona or New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, is there a specific character that you would like to see show up in The Walking Dead from The Fear of the Walking Dead? So, Madison is just like Rick. Everything she touches just burns and dies. (laughs) So, she's been really pissing me off. I like her as a character. Now, she's just completely pissing me off. I actually um, would like... Uh, Alicia to make it onto the crossover. Oh, Alicia. Okay, so yeah. so you know the big rumor or the big thing that I guess fans want is for Madison to be related to uh, Rick in some way. Uh, <laughs> I always say that it would be funnier if she was the sister to Daryl. So uh, if that were true and alicia made it over to the walking dead and she'd be the niece to daryl like i think that'd be pretty cool because it gives daryl a little bit more character now okay and maybe daryl can bring down madison a little bit so she's not trying to take over you know alexandria Oh no! If 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 Alicia makes it over to The Walking Dead, it's because everybody else on Fear of the Walking Dead is dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's the way I see it. So, uh, I if if the two worlds collide, I see it as one of the shows is done for. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't see yeah, the I Walking see Dead. Go- yeah, I don't see the Walking Dead ending anytime soon. So nope. <laughs> uh, do you think that it's going to be a time jump in the first or in in the Walking Dead? They already talked about time jumps, especially uh, the season eight premiere or uh, preview. Sorry. Oh, you see Rick with a, um, another the, beard yeah. and he's uh, graying up. So there has to be a time jump. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. When I saw that 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 uh, that preview and they showed that at San Diego Comic-Con, but don't we have don't we have all of the war to go through still? Like why maybe that's going to be at the end of the season. Maybe or it could be a mid-season finale or mid-season premiere. Or it could be like, it could be the whole season could just be a flashback. Like every time we see, like, it's like, ugh, it's Rick telling a story to whoever's there in the future uh, about what happened when, you know, they did the, when they had the all out war. I, I could actually, that'd be awesome. That'd be a great storytelling point right there. So I, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, any anybody else you you you'd want to see on either one of the shows from the other show? I mean, I really liked uh, Nick, but yeah, I'm done with Nick too. <laughs> yeah, when we get to talking about Fear of the Walking Dead, we'll we'll talk about how we're both kind of done with that character. Fear and loathing, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, any any other news that you want to talk about? I think that's uh that's pretty oh um yeah we finally have a release date for for the Gambit movie that, yeah that's it's right be- but you know we had a release date for that too it was, it was supposed to be to that what Christmas 2016 or 2017 was it that far but uh, was it supposed to be this year yeah it might have supposed to have been this year it's supposed to be December this year I believe the first time but but yeah would would you what's the the new release date. Uh, Valentine's Day 2019. 2019. <laughs> and it's been described that it's going to be like a crime story heist story, which is yeah great. I mean, it should be for Gambit. Gambit's a thief. Why not have a heist story? That's awesome. But I think Fox is really going like out there with all their X-Men properties right now. Like, uh, uh, the gifted is is like this family on the run kind of show. Um, uh, Legion is all about an insane asylum. You know, a guy being crazy with powers. Uh, the new trailer for the new mutants came out, and that's all about uh, you know, a bunch of kids who horror have movie. powers. Yeah, it's a horror movie. That's so strange. Uh, and. And when the executive producer for the show said, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, teens with a lot of sex and a horror element to it. I was like, why? Well, the new means is a movie, not a show. Oh, okay. But yeah, exactly. It's it's like you're capitalizing on the teen horror movie, but with mutants. So that's strange. (laughs) I I know. And you would think something about mutants, um, you know, they're outcasts that you would want to kind of make it be like a team um a team up movie or where they heavily emphasize that you know we're the outcasts and we're a family we got to stay together kind of thing yeah exactly so 
I don't know. It's it. I I don't know how I feel about the trailer. Um, it looks like it could be interesting, but then it also looks like it's just a a horror movie that I don't really care about anyway. So. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't care for them anyway. I, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, do do we have a release date for Legion Season 2? Um, let me find out. Uh, I, I believe so. I think it's going to be um, somewhere towards uh, the middle of summer, just like Legion uh, Season 1 was. Okay. But let me see if anybody has talked about this is dean denna geeks uh the only thing fx has confirmed so far is that legion season two will premiere in early 2018 this time okay. it will have a 10 episode order as opposed to season one's eight episode there was only eight episodes of season one that show seemed like it took forever yeah there is okay so the season premiere was two hours and it was a whole episode not broken up okay um and then i think it was like season three or four that was an hour and a half and then the season finale was another two hours okay so the, it, it there is there's a reason why it felt like it was so long even though it was only eight, eight episodes because they dragged it out <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so there you go um season two <laughs> early 2018 fx um, and then Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix has got all this weird shit going on too. So we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Fun stuff. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about Gotham. I think we have two two episodes to talk about the Scarecrow episode and what else happened in the the knife episode. Um. So started off with uh, Raza Ghoul being thrown into the Lazarus pit. Yeah. Um, and then his master is like, all right, he's like, my mission is done. You need to find an heir kind of thing. Um, and then the ending was, and then in the middle there, they found out research about the Lazarus pit and Ra's al Ghul. And that's pretty much uh, what happened with Ra's al Ghul at that point. Yeah. I mean, and one of the knife. <laughs> what do you, what yeah. do you think about the, this whole bringing in Rachel, Rachel Ghul? Um, aspect of the show it adds a lot of mystery um i do like the character so i guess i'm learning an alternate background or history for this character in a way okay because i don't i mean in the other shows we haven't really gotten uh much of uh his rise to power kind of thing and i think we might learn more and more through flashbacks that's uh that's a possible yeah you know uh, you're right we don't really get to know too much about the demon head in the comic books i mean there's a lot there but um there's a lot left to mystery still yeah uh yeah they're giving this history of like the demon head is a uh, a mantle that's passed on but after many many years of of, of a person being alive so uh, it looks like that he wants to pass it on to Bruce. Like that's the the Already. idea. Yeah, and which is you know, oh, it's it's similar to what uh, happens you know a lot in the comic books. Like he he usually wants Bruce Wayne to be the heir, but that's yeah, you're yeah. right. That's after he's much older. And I mean, they pretty much heavily implied that in the season finale when he stabbed fucking Alfred. Yeah. Just get rid of uh, everything that's holding you back. You know, just come to me. 
Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What'd you think of Barbara coming back? Obviously, she was thrown into a Lazarus pit. Yeah, and she came back with the atomic blonde look, too. Yeah, yeah, she she did. (laughs) Uh, And now she's running guns. Yeah, Uh, Um, I guess she has to rise to the top again. Yeah, I mean that's what it seems like. Uh, Riddler is back, back alive, but not his full self. Yeah, um, that that girl Myrtle reminded me of a uh, Cupid from Arrow. Oh, kind of similar. Yeah, they did they did kind of a similar thing with her. Uh, not a character that I'm familiar with. I don't think it's she's in the comic books. I think she got created for the for the show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she so, gets killed right there at the end. Yeah. Um, so, I guess it's too early in the Batman mythos because I thought, you know, Mr. Freeze's uh, ice, you know, you can just break it down with whatever. You need to have, like, a special uh, liquid solution to break down the ice. <laughs> no, no. Apparently, you can just thaw somebody out with the, with the clothes hanger or uh, air, hair blow dryer or whatever. So, uh, it's not too difficult. No, no permanent wow. damage or anything. Just brain damage since he can't really use his brain to his full potential yet. Right. Um, you've read The Long Halloween, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've only recently read it. But uh, we have now a character that's from, uh, I believe, was created for The Long Halloween. Uh, Calendar Man? Who? No, not Calendar Man. Um, oh, sorry. Uh Carmine Falcone's daughter, Sophia. Oh, that's right. She, but yeah. in the in in Long Halloween, she's she's a big, strong girl. Yeah. Uh, they definitely did not go with the Giganta or Gigante. Um, half Gigante. Of her name. Yeah, Gigante. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I get. What do you think of her being added to the sh- to the show? Um, that, that kiss was a little bit, you know, just a day or two of meeting Gordon. So obviously, you know how, how Falcone is, obviously he's like, Hey, get close to him, you know, so we can get our revenge. Ah, so it's all part of the revenge, huh? I think so. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you know, this, this show, (laughs) this show is still all over the place. Um, I guess I kind of like what they're doing with Bruce. Uh, I also like what they're doing with uh, Selena. Like, she, you're seeing more and more of the Catwoman she's going to be. You see yeah. more and more of uh, the Cape Crusader that Bruce is going to be. Obviously, he's already wearing protective clothing that uh, Lucius Fox is making for him. For uh, rock climbing. For rock climbing, of course. It's bulletproof for rock climbing. <laughs> Um, but what did you think of him trying to, uh, do his acting (laughs) when he got onto the ship? Actually, the accent wasn't that bad, but yeah, he wasn't a good, uh, at improv at all. So not exactly matches Malone yet. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His eyes gave it away too. Why, why do you think, why do you say that? Cause, cause every time, uh, when... Dave Mazou gets serious and he says like dramatic dialogue. His eyes just kind of like do the shifty thingy. Oh. <laughs> so they did that too. 
uh, well, that's that's interesting. I didn't I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. Uh, I like that that Alfred had to come to come to save him, be like you know, act like his dad, and then just punch the guys out. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't really have much else that I want to say about the show. I don't think there's really anything that's. Uh, oh, I. Pertinent. I hate how the um, the scarecrow solution just washed off with water. <laughs> of course it does. I mean, we don't need it to to last longer than that. But you know, I've already talked about my my problems with the with scarecrow because they've totally just taken away Jonathan Crane's background. They gave it to his father, and now he's just a messed up kid. Yeah, and especially they did the same thing with Poison Ivy. Um, she just drank chemicals and potions and, you know, boom. <laughs> yeah, there just random shit. Just let me drink all that. And now I'm going to have powers. So is she going to be green now, I guess. Probably. Even though her face was getting all warped. Yeah. I mean, she'll probably, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows at this point? <laughs> so she's not a botanist. Uh, makes it sad to depressing. Nope. She just, she just really likes plants. I want to rise to power. Yeah. Even though with her, with, just last rant, even though with her perfume, she could already control minds. It, it's just so easy that she could gain to power, rose to power that way. Yeah. But she'd had to constantly be, you know, making them smell the perfume, I guess, or whatever. So now, now she can have plants do her bidding. Yay. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's Gotham. We, we you know we'll have some more episodes to talk about eventually. Uh, yeah. Do you are you caught up on the Gifted? I have not started that yet. Okay, let me just uh, say a couple things about the two show about the two episodes that have come out. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's not a good show. I thought you said on online that you know if the special effects were you know great how they were in the first episode that you would actually buy into the show. Right, if they kept that up, but, like, the acting in this show is so bad. Like, and there's people that have done acting before, but, um, like, Amy Acker, who's was on, what, she was on Dollhouse, Angel, uh, with, uh, what's, what's that, uh, People of Interest, or Persons of Interest, and, um, What's that other guy? The guy who played Bill Compton in True Lie or True Blood. I don't, I don't remember what his real name is, but you know these people that have done done acting for a while. I can I can I can I can give the kids uh, an excuse because they're kids, and usually there's not that many good kid actors. But like, it just seems like the whoever's directing these episodes is not getting the best performances out of these people. Maybe that's the tone that they want to set. You know. Just over dramatic, melodramatic stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm watching the show because I like I like X Men and I also like Matt Matt Nix. I liked uh, Burn Notice. I thought was, I thought that was a good show, but this show is really really uh, wearing thin on me, and I don't know why. Like, I mean, I do know why, but I don't know why it's it's irking me so much. Um, I did like the inclusion of Thunderbird. I thought that was cool. Uh, Polaris, eh, like, I like the character, but once again, the actress isn't doing it justice. Um, Blink, played by Jamie Chung, which I love her. I thought she's, I think, I think she's great in just about everything, but, uh, she hasn't had much to do so far in the first two episodes. So, um, 
whenever you get around to watching those, uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about it. Right now, I would say that the show is is uh, wearing pretty thin on me, and I don't understand uh, why so many people are giving it praise. Didn't your yeah? I was gonna say, didn't your friend uh, pretty much say he loved it, Bobby? Yeah, Bobby was on on social network or yeah, social networking talking about how much he enjoyed it, and I've seen a lot of people talk about how much they enjoyed it, but I I just really don't see it. I don't I don't see w- where the the love for this show is going now. So in the first episode, they like some of the special effects stuff that they had was some like uh, miniature sentinel bots that you know you, they're used to take to to fight the the mutants, and you know you could see a lot of Blink's power. Uh, you could see a lot of her power in the second episode, but it doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then you have a guy who's kind of the leader of the underground but not really he's kind of the boyfriend he's the boyfriend of polaris uh but it's essentially it's sunspot the character sunspot okay. but they didn't call him that uh they called him something something else and they just i mean they he's he's a different character altogether but he's essentially just sunspot i don't i don't understand why they didn't just go with sunspot huh maybe they're gonna use him for the upcoming x-men movie oh maybe that, that's a possibility he's the name but I, I'm pretty sure they haven't they said that these movies, the, this show and the movies don't interconnect, just like Legion. Yeah, that's true too. So I, I don't know. Um, I hope it gets better. I really do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just gonna be one of those shows that has a terrible first season and then they rework it and then the following seasons are awesome. Yeah, I, I, I can only hope. Uh, but we're, we're, you know, and that happened with Agents of Shield. I, I think that show has gotten so much better over the over time. But yes, Gotham really hasn't gotten that much better over time. Like it might be a little well, bit better, but I wouldn't say it's that much better. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, uh, Legends of Tomorrow definitely stepped its game up. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow definitely got better after the first season. Uh, Supergirl didn't though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let me talk about the other show. Did you talk? Did you watch uh, Inhumans yet? No. So I think we have four episodes of Inhumans that have come by, and if you're not watching the show, you're okay. There's okay. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about really with this show yet. It's there's a, there's a lot of like it's it's a lot of uh you know it's it's. You're following around Maximus a lot of the time because he's the one that basically usurped his brother Black Bolt, the king of the of the Inhumans, and basically all the the other royal family. So Crystal, Medusa, Black Bolt, and um, Gorgon and Karnak are all kind of on Hawaii, on the island of Hawaii, and they're all fish out of water. They all have to come to an understanding of what, what, where it is that they're at, and they're all separated, and they're all trying to find each other. It's just bad. <laughs> I mean, the the pilot episode, the first two episodes, the the one we've talked about several times on the show, it's it's bad. Um, <laughs> the follow up episodes three and four. Like I get what they're trying to do, but they're coming at it really, a really bad way. Like I don't understand why they separated the show from uh, the Agents of Shield. Like they should have just went along with the Inhumans that they already created for that show. 
these inhumans are supposed to be the inhumans that never were on earth they they live on the moon you know since forever i guess and they've just had their society up there and the inhumans that are on earth are the ones that are descendants of the ones that that got left behind from when the inhumans left earth and went to the moon it's just like what are you talking about <laughs> i've i've had this is what's going to happen if anything if they decide to they're not really going to cancel the show, but they might port it over to Netflix. That's just something I think might happen. You think so? Yeah. I mean, would it go to Netflix though? It's a it's a Marvel show, so wouldn't it go to the new Disney? Streaming? Oh, that's right. I forgot that they're doing that. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like there's a lot of money being spent for a show that's not doing well. I mean different things have happened it's true uh, whatchamacallit uh was it abc wanted to cancel agents of shield but uh i believe disney was like no you guys need to keep this show going yeah so and then um arrested development got canceled for a few years and yeah then they got we're, we're not up. talking about arrested development that show is is dead. i love that i love that show except for the season that was you know oh. made by netflix yeah the season that was on netflix that nobody likes yep uh, you know, and I, I wasn't even that big of a fan of the show be- in the first place. And when I watched the, the season that was on Netflix, I didn't I didn't think I chuckled once. Like, there was no laughter to be had. <laughs> I think the only part where I really chuckled was uh, when they do the, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> and then zoom into Job's face. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Uh yeah, so Inhumans. I I understand it if people aren't watching it, uh, but if you want me to, I will talk about it right now. Uh, there's an interesting character in Mortis. Like, he's pretty much the only character that I thought was interesting because he's this guy that wears a metal mask, and if he takes off the mask, a beam of like incinerating fire shoots out of his face. And it will kill anything. So, like, between him and Black Bolt, it's like they have a duel of who's the most powerful in human. And uh, the thing is that he's all, he's you know, he's got this metal face. He's got, he dresses all in black. He has to stay inside of a cell most of his life. But yet he's sitting there cracking jokes and, you know, kind of has a cool personality. So I'm like, yeah, that's awesome that they kind of went the different direction with him. He could have been all moody and, and, <laughs> and, and shit, but they decided to make him, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a, I don't know, a, a funny guy. So that was funny. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, cool. How about we talk about Supergirl then? Uh, so so depressing. I know that most of the shows, most of the storylines, and most of the shows revolve around relationships and uh you know love and all that stuff and uh you're gonna hear me complain about this when we get to flash as well (laughs) but like can supergirl have another story at all like can they please do something when it's not about relationships no (laughs) no it's just not possible cw it's all about the drama but not the drama that you want it's about the relationship drama like I feel like it's just uh it's it's literally just like pandering to 
say, hey, we're the girl show, so obviously we have to be talking about relationships. Every show does it, though. Every single show does something about relationships, except for, well, even Legends of Tomorrow just started doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. And which is funny because it didn't. We didn't have that to worry about with Legends Tomorrow, really. You know, we didn't have to worry about the will they, won't they. You know, who's in love kind of stuff in the first two seasons, and then all of a sudden, at the end of this, the last season, we got this whole Amaya and uh, Nate thing, and now he's pining over in this season. But, but that's all we've had with Supergirl. Like since the beginning, she's first she was in love with Jimmy. And then, uh, and then you know, then it came along Monel, and now Monel's gone, and she's gonna pine about him. Yep. <laughs> Is he just gonna be a flashback ghost the whole time? No, he's gonna eventually show up. Wasn't whose ship was that at the end of the at the end of the episode? Wasn't that his ship? Uh, no, that has to be the ship that um, the other Kryptonian ship from the season finale. Well, we already saw her. She's. She has a kid. She's hanging around. Yeah. Uh, you know, she had her superpower show up. She apparently she doesn't know that she's an alien. How do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good question. How do you not know? How do you have a daughter and not know? Maybe it's a, maybe it's her stepdaughter. Maybe. Uh, well, that can't be that can't be Monel's ship. He'd instantly die as soon as he, you know, went up to the surface. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's weird. It's let's bring in more did they, Kryptonians. Did, did they show? The show? Did they show us at the end of the episode, or did they just show us the ship? They just show us the ship. Um, it was too dark to see who was in the cockpit. Okay. Nah, I'm gonna say it's his ship. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or maybe we're, maybe it's, it's her ship, but, uh, we're not supposed to know that even though, you know, they let us know beforehand that, uh, what's her name? Um, Annabelle, uh, I don't know. The actress is playing that character playing rain. So, uh, it, who knows? I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> so, so, I mean, obviously by the way it is. Her mourning period is over. I doubt it. I I I, I doubt we're gonna get off that easily. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Morgan Edge coming into the episode, uh, played by Adrian Pastar, uh, who's already Agents on of Shield. Agents of Shield. What the fuck? <laughs> How is he gonna be on both shows? I mean, I guess he's not gonna show up on on Agents of Shield that often anymore. I don't know. That seemed weird. Um, I, his whole character was like a discount Lex Luthor or Maxwell Lord. Well, I mean, Maxwell Lord was trying to be Lex Luthor already. So Morgan Edge, yeah, Morgan Edge is kind of a discount Lex Luthor. Um, he is in the comic books. He is a, a Superman villain. But, yeah, he they that's i guess that's the mo it's just you have to go up against evil billionaires if you're a superhero that's from krypton they they kept calling him a sexist pig throughout this episode but i don't really maybe it's just me being a, a guy i didn't really think any of the remarks he made were 
sexist at all. <laughs> I don't even remember him making sexist remarks. So that tells you how much his, his character actually made an impression on me. Yep. I, I will tell you this. The only legit mo- moment that I feel something in this episode was when um, Alex, you know, told uh, John Johns, um, you know, will you walk me down the aisle? Oh, that was a nice episode. That's that the only nice sin- that was the only sincere moment uh, moment or feeling I I got from this episode at all. Yeah. Uh, do you do you think the wedding's gonna happen? So, oh come on, it's a CW show. Something's gonna something disastrous is gonna happen and stop the wedding. So I don't know if this is a thing or not, but uh, I think some of the behind the scenes photos that are that's come that's been coming out about the crossover the big crossover episode earth on or yeah crisis on earth x which i don't think we even talked about yet um we haven't which is interesting because i kind of dig this that idea for this uh crossover you know seeing evil versions of everybody uh which is kind of like a crime syndicate of america episode which is kind of cool too um but Everybody has badass outfits too. Yeah. All the villains. Yeah. Um, but I think that they're they showed like Iris and Barry getting married as well as uh Oliver oh, and Felicity. Right. And I wanna say that I also saw Maggie and, and Alex there, so if like all three sets of couples get married in the crossover episode, that'd be kinda crazy. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I guess you just I, you do you throw in Nate and, and Amaya too, just to be like, fuck it, let's get all four shows in there. Everybody gets married. I guess, and then one <laughs> of them tragically dies, and then one of them tragically dies. I mean, obviously, if you're doing if you're doing a show, if you're doing an episode that has the word crisis in it, and you have Supergirl in the episode, I mean, you have to do the iconic, you know, even though they've already done it, because they had, when they had Superboy, or Superman on the episode of Supergirl, and he's carrying uh, Kara out, he's got the iconic holding Kara in the Crisis on Infinite Earths Earth's cover pose, you know? Yeah. I really need to read that book. No, you really don't. Just read the Wikipedia entry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You go back and read it. Of course, you you should read it. It's just, I have a hard time. <laughs> I really have a hard time reading books that came out, you know, in before 1985, because uh, <laughs> they're so wordy. It's 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 not so much that they're wordy. It's that the words that they choose, plus the artwork, like uh, I don't know. And then it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Go go back and read it. See see what you think. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, cool. So Supergirl, it, that you know, it's it, it is what it is. We're gonna get her moody still, and I would have I would have been fine if they if they and that's one thing we're gonna talk about with all of these CW shows because every single one of them. Whatever the big problem was at the end of the last season got solved in the first episode of this season. I would love to have seen like the first half of the season be like Kara just or not being Kara. Just she's just Supergirl for a whole half season and how that takes a toll on her and on yeah. her relationships. So You know, I, w- I will say uh, something I did like about this. It's that the Supergirl logo was tiny colorful 
And the Supergirl logo for this season is dark. Uh, That's something I like. So tone difference. Not not like on her costume, but you know, in the opening credits it says Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah, I like the color contrast. You do like that? You like that or you don't like that? Hopefully. Hopefully it just doesn't mean that she's just it's a morning period. Uh, That's what I'm hoping. Oh, okay. I, I get what you're saying. Um uh just a second. So back over in Flash then, uh we ended the, ep- the last season with, you know, Barry going off to be in his time prison. And what happens in the first episode? He comes back. He comes back. <laughs> Uh, and what a weird reason for him to come back. Like he has to, they bring him back because there's a robot samurai attacking the, the city and says that they want him, uh, to be the, he, he wants to fight him. Hey, then the no was a robot. Okay. Yeah. I know they didn't know it was a robot at first, but like still, and that's another <laughs> thing. So that was their introduction to the thinker, right? At least yeah. that's the way that they're playing it out because we we know the thinker from last season was going to be showing up. But anyways, I really thought it was going to be like like another Harrison Wells. Like I thought it was going to be the, the way that they he, he, maybe even just Harry was going to uh, like make it so that um, they uh, uh, had a way a reason to bring back Barry. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I would have really liked that too, especially with the message that the robot gave him was "Welcome back, Flash." Yeah, exactly. And obviously, the the samurai, the robot, didn't kill anybody. It just kind of caused damage, and it threatened to kill this, the you know, do 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 destruction to the city, but it didn't actually do anything. So, why would the thinker like set that up? Like, I I wonder if it's still gonna be another Harrison Wells uh, from another dimension or something, and it's gonna be revealed. What if that Harris or what if the thinker is a Harrison Wells from another dimension? It, it'd be awesome, but like they didn't get Tom Cavanaugh to play the character. That's true. So, uh, yeah. So we got Kooky Barry. We got Barry who's kind of just saying gibberish over and over. Which was I'll have to give this to Grant Gustin. He was able to pull off some of the most gibberish dialogue ever and still make you believe that he was believing what he was saying like he he did the lines like he would do normal lines but they were gibberish words so which makes me think if him and the director or the writers got together and was like what am i actually trying to say say with these words but you know obviously these are different words so like it could be like hey i you know hey iris i love you but actually the words that are actually there are, you know hair play airplane Coldplay kind of thing. He, he, he did a lot of rhyming, if you noticed. Yeah. This house is bitching. So what did you think of that? I think that you're, we're going to find out that, uh, you know, it's that he actually was saying something and uh, Cisco just ran it through the wrong kind of algorithm or something. You think so? Yeah. Maybe maybe the phrase "a house is bitching" has something to do with it. <laughs> do you think so? Like, what could that possibly mean? I don't know. We're just gonna have to see and find out. Maybe, or you know, it's just the writers being silly. Maybe maybe that's the maybe that's like uh, it, it's an illusion 
to uh to bart bart allen um impulse showing up because that's something that impulse would say (laughs) (laughs) do you do you think there's gonna be any ramifications from pulling barry from the speed force oh yeah eventually uh, this mid-season finale that's exactly what that's gonna be about everybody's gonna blame cisco like get the yeah figured out yeah exactly um i mean do you think someone is is someone's in there right now taking his place? Do you what? How do you think Cisco made it so that they're not gonna? It's not gonna destroy time. I don't think there's anybody in there. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. Pff, your guess. Your guess is as good as mine. What do you think? Do you think? Uh, what do you think of Caitlyn's new hulking out powers? Basically, she's kind of the Incredible Hulk. She, you know. It comes and goes whenever she's angry. Temper tantrums. Yeah. I I honestly thought that she had it all figured out. Like, yeah, I mean, she's got it somewhat under control, so that's a good thing. Yeah, but she's going to Hulk out on Team Flash, so it's going to create more drama. So would you have preferred it that uh, basically they would have been Team Flash without the Flash for like the first half of the season? Yeah, See, this, at least four or five episodes, I would have been fine. Right, because this is this is the same thing that we happened with that happened with Flashpoint. Like, we are expecting this whole thing to be playing out, but it's only one episode. And now we get this, and it's only one episode. It's like there needs to be more ramifications for what they do in this show. Like this, I hate it when shows come back and like they 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 re, they know that they're coming back for after three months, so they're like. Oh, this three months was been crazy, you know, and well, we don't know that because we didn't watch those three months, you know, <laughs> it was on summer hiatus. So I, I just think that it's weird when shows do that. Yeah. Uh, nothing too is, um, uh, John Wesley ships character. I forgot his flash name. He said that he was going to stay behind and train Wally, which would have been awesome to see, you know? Yeah. But apparently Wally is all trained up he's as good as he's gonna get and cisco and him are stopping crimes together and it's iris iris you know her reporter background is made her the great strategist that they need to put to to stop crime (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) doesn't play out that way uh i mean i don't know this It's been a while since I've really enjoyed The Flash. I'll I'll tell you that right now. I think since... um, This is what, season four? Yeah. Yeah, I think since season two. Yeah. um, Season one definitely gave me like, yeah, this show's awesome. And then slowly started going downhill for me. Yeah. So, Uh, Well, I mean, was there any other ramifications that you want to talk about? I can't think of anything. I'm just... I was disappointed. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed too. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Once again, <laughs> into the season with whole big things happening. Oh my goodness, time is out of whack. What are, what are our heroes going to do? Oh, it's okay. Uh, Arthur, I'm sorry. Uh, Rip Hunter has created the new Time Bureau and he's already fixed it all. So you guys are no longer needed. Go about your business, you know. It's like this could have been a whole half of a season of storylines for them to work on. 
right but now it's and, nothing and rip hunter could have been a big you know helping point big character for this as well but no <laughs> like so when um well one they have to get the team back together and all of a sudden and Amaya doesn't want to be there she's already gone back to her home time and land which is funny because it makes you think like uh oh well now she's probably already had her daughter so her daughter can eventually go have her granddaughter so we don't have to worry about that messing up now she can go and live with nate on the on the wave rider for as long as she wants whenever she comes back to the show at first i was like oh i wonder if the actress just didn't come back for the show but then she shows up at the end of the episode i was like oh okay yep and then they used her powers wrong she doesn't summon animal ghosts I know. she <laughs> she takes on the attributes of those go of those animals it's what are what's this animal ghost stuff that started attacking people she learned how to manipulate her power i guess it's been good for us to to see, I guess, but no, we're gonna change up her power altogether. They didn't think that we would notice. I did. Okay, so <laughs> Nate is taking a picture with Julie Caesar, and he's like, "Ah, I'm gonna put this in my scrapbook." Blah blah blah, and doesn't wreck it real. He doesn't feel it when Caesar steals the book that was in his hand. I guess not. That was so dumb. <laughs> And then they were, like, panicking about it. It's like, why are you panicking? Just turn around. You haven't left this point in time yet. Just walk back out there and grab it. You can turn to steal, mind wipe everybody, boom. Done. Yeah, done. It would have easily been done. I don't understand where the problem was. They're like, they're like, oh, we can't go back to our time. There's, there's no, Our time's not there anymore because, oh, because of the book. Okay, so walk back out the doors and go grab the book. But I know. <laughs> You guys are sitting there panicking. He's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then Rip Hunter shows up. It's like, what? Yep. Are or you serious? Another thing, too, <laughs> is that Sarah could have seduced Caesar. Be like, oh, I changed my mind. You know, I want to be your queen. And then, yoink. Seduce. The didn't have to, she just walk in there and clock the guy and grab the book. <laughs> the, yeah, the, we already the, saw her kick his ass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so... I mean, we got a lot of the uh, oh, uh, Professor Stein's character. His, her, his, his daughter is pregnant, and he wants to spend time with her. So that's why, uh, you know, there's the seeds of him leaving the show. Have they still not addressed the fact that his wife isn't alive? No, dude, they haven't talked about it at all. Right. So to in the show, it would have been three months that he's just hanging around with his daughter. And really, we're not going to say anything like his wife is gone because the big thing in the previous season was like my wife, my wife. I still got to go back to my wife. Yeah. Now it's all my daughter, my daughter. Yeah. And but I mean, if you want to sit there and say that his, his wife is dead, then we need to have that part of the episode where he he has those memories of her dying now because that was the new timeline. But that never happened. Maybe. Maybe they'll bring her back for the season finale when his daughter finally gives birth. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they'll have the, like, oh, I wish your mother was really here to see this. Yeah, probably. Um, and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because all last season was there was also, like, the times when he would say things about his mo her mother and she'd be like, you're funny, Dad. Like, why are you bringing that up? But we never got closure to that storyline. The writers probably forgot. Uh, yeah no kidding 
That happens uh, a lot, doesn't it? It kind of does. It, it's it's, <laughs> may, it's maybe it's not so much the writers forgetting to, but like maybe the episode goes long, so they need to edit out stuff, and they just decided to drop that whole storyline. I guess. Yeah, which or is we, weird. Or we can just send a simple tweet. We're like, are we going to get closure on this? <laughs> we, we need to do that. That would probably <laughs> be a good idea. Uh, anything else that you thought was interesting in this uh, episode? I'm glad that Rory is back. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was weird, like, how they were being treated at the this Time Bureau thing. Like, even Rip Hunter, who, who supposedly started the Time Bureau back up and, you know is the leader like he's not even getting respect from his own cadets i guess or agents i think it's more because they're challenging him because he's doing the opposite you know he's still showing compassion to to the legends uh, I, I don't know that that was weird so uh I, we'll, we'll have to see what else happens in this <laughs> season <laughs> red punter just needs his best friend booster gold that's all we need for the show and forget everything else so Yes, yes, he does need Booster Gold to show up. That'd be awesome. Booster Gold is his father. It's his father? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. At least that's the no, way he... Jeff Johns wrote it in the Booster Gold book, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, okay, Arrow. <laughs> you remember what we were? everybody was wondering at the end of last season and talking about during the summer? Who's going to die? Who's going to die and who's going to live? Guess what? Nobody died except for William's mom. And and he's the bad guy now to William. Right, to William. It, not the guy who kidnapped you and your mom and then shot himself in front of you. No, no. Oliver's the bad guy. Because that's how children think? <laughs> Dude. He got so so big and so old. No kidding, right? He totally did. And did you? You know what? I never put this together, and I wonder if they did this on purpose. Because we we talk about why why is it that they named him William instead of Connor? Like, because in the comic book, his actual son's name is Connor. But uh, do you think they named him William because of William Tell? You know that that old story of the guy who shot the apple off of his son's head with a bow. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So. I wonder if they did that. That's the reason why they called him William. Anyways, that's that was a side note that I was just thinking about when I was watching Arrow. Because wait, wait, hold on. My uh, mind so was wandering a lot for gotcha. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so what did the people that actually ended up dying are just all the villains that were on that island. So technically, we had more people die. Okay, like so... Artemis, Boomerang. Boomerang. Did Boomerang die? Did we see him die? We don't know what happened to him. I, I assume he, that most of them got away with Talia. Like, they just took oh, off on, on another ship somewhere or another plane or whatever. Well, it's still unknown because, well, we know that Merlin is going to come back, but we don't know what happened to Boomerang because we just saw the explosion when he stepped off a landmine. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Uh, so, he could be dead. Yeah, he could be dead. Which uh, Artemis was trapped in that cage. I don't think Talia would go back for Artemis. You don't think so? Wait, which one's Artemis? Um, the little girl. Yeah, the one that was Black Canary for a little while? Yeah. She took on the name Artemis? I don't know. The, well, I mean, that's what I think of the TV show anyway. Well, yeah, isn't that her first name? Artemis? And her real first name? No, it was yeah. Evelyn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forget what name did she ended up taking after... 
I think they gave her Artemis. Oh, that's weird that they would use that for a character that is a good guy in the animated show. I'm thinking, uh, what was her name? In, yeah, because wasn't her name in Young Justice Artemis too? Oh, no. She took the name Black Canary when she wanted to be Black Canary. And then when she was training on the team, she was Artemis. Yeah. I don't know what name she has when she went with uh, with um, Prometheus, though. She might have just been going by Evelyn. That's... Yeah, that could be she should have been going by Tara because essentially, essentially, all they did was take the Judas contract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. They could be dead. They could not be dead. Laurel died. Black Siren died, but then was brought back to life by uh, Felix Faust, which they introduce him in this episode. Like, hey, you know our bad guy, Felix Faust. We we deal with him all the time. It's like, no. He's never <laughs> been in this show before. You're just gonna blow that off like he's he's nobody. It's Felix Faust. Writers are getting lazy. <laughs> I hope, but you know what? I hope with if Felix Faust is gonna be the bad guy for this season, which I'm pretty sure he's not going to be. But if he's gonna be a recurring bad guy in this season, that means they're gonna bring John Constantine in because yes, right? Uh, we well, already know yeah. he's going to be coming in Legends of Tomorrow, Legends. right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's getting his animated TV show. And he's getting his own animated TV show on the CW Seed. Voiced by the same guy. Voiced by Matt Ryan. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, We've been needing a little bit of Constantine, especially with all the supernatural shit. <laughs> even, with, uh, even with Thea. Thea... <laughs> the actress Willa Willa Holland, she doesn't. She didn't even. I, I, she was barely in the show last season. She looks like it's gonna be the same way this season because she's in a coma now. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, why didn't they just kill off her character? Why not kill characters? Like, I get it. I don't want characters to die because I like these characters. But I mean, really, you couldn't just kill off. Like, I seriously thought. Uh, Detective Lance was going to be, well, I guess not Detective, Assistant Mayor Lance was going to be dead, but no. I thought so, too. He wasn't dead. Uh, you know, fuck, everybody was, was left alive. Yeah, uh, you know, since they were giving her, uh, Thea uh, less and less screen time, I was like, okay, she's going to be, and especially how the episode was playing out, I was like, okay, she's dead. I can live with it now. You know, that's fine. She hasn't been relevant since maybe season three. Right. So I'm hoping what we're going to find out is that everybody died and and Oliver is just going crazy and these are just <laughs> the flashes of people in his mind that actually is happening. What would you think of, of Diggle and like he's basically lost his ability to shoot, which is Why the thing that he's there. Why does he have PTSD? I don't know. <laughs> because of explosions? <laughs> and I'm starting to get a lot of... Uh... Uh, sexual tension between Dinah and Diggle. Right? Why? I, he's I don't sti- know. He's, still, he's still married. He's still married. Yeah. They're, why are they doing that? That seemed weird. Like, if they're not going to put Dinah together with uh, with Oliver, then obviously she should go with Renee. Or Lan- uh, Assistant Deputy Mayor Lance? No. No. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> You can't have her go with Deputy Mary Lance. She okay, okay, she's okay, wearing okay. the costume of his dead daughter, and <laughs> okay, then a, yeah, I get the, it. the costume right, of his uh, his live daughter, his other daughter. Like that's just weird. 
Okay, I take it back. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> I mean, they could do it. It's it's a thing, but like obviously, me personally, I want I want Dinah to go with Oliver. I want the Black Canary fucking uh, Green Arrow relationship to happen. Damn it, Alicity won. No, <laughs> no, Alicity, you get out of here. Why didn't Felicity die on that island? <laughs> Because of fan, they would have lost half of their fan base. Like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm not watching it anymore. Fine, it would have just been me and you watching then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God. And I thought that was going to happen too, man. Especially because they, uh, Ollie and, and Dinah had that sexual tension too. And then now it slowly started migrating towards Diggle. Yeah. Uh, the show. The show. <laughs> <laughs> stupid relationships why why do better cw is teen drama and this <laughs> caters to the teens it really does uh okay um uh, what else what else did we see in this episode anything of importance um was there a bad guy revealed was there oh just felix faust and black siren yeah. i think uh obviously deathstroke was still alive even though after at the end of the episode last year he he made this big point of you guys wouldn't be able to make it i'm taking off on my own oh no it's okay he came back he tried to help oliver he helped get, save thea but yeah <laughs> I, I, I it just made me feel like hey we're gonna we're gonna change it so that when we make we give him his two episodes later on in the season which then hopefully spins off into his own show you guys are okay with it yeah, probably that's what's going to happen. But I did want to ask you, I mean, if we get this live act, I mean, we are going to get this live action Titan show. Do you think that they're going to include Slade? And if they do, do you think it's going to be it's going to be him? I don't, Bennett? I don't think it will include Slade. And if they if they do do Deathstroke, do do they won't <laughs> have Manu Bennett do it. I don't think the show the two shows are supposed to be in the same universe, same universe. Yeah, of course not. I mean, hey kid, you're trying too hard to be a dad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these shows this season. Maybe I'm the bitter one. Maybe I'm uh, jaded. But uh, the show, I've I've looked forward to Arrow this whole summer, and this sh- this episode really really pissed me off. Like they could have dragged it out for the whole. <laughs> Half of the season being like, who's alive, who's not alive, and drop little subtle hints yes. to make you think that somebody did die, but no, nope, they totally did not do that. We just saw, we just answer everything in the first episode and done. Now, or they could have done cool little flashbacks from everybody's perspective on the island and how they got off the island. Yeah, they could have done that too. I, we probably would have been sitting here complaining about them dragging it out, but fuck, at least it would have been something. Now we're just gonna get filler episodes. I feel. A lot of filler. Yeah. So, all right. Oh yeah. The biggest thing is at the end of the episode. They reveal who Green Arrow is to the whole public. Oh yeah. Uh. So in which we, they uh, a news story came out about that earlier in the week, I believe, um, or earlier in the month. Uh. It looks it looks like Green Arrow and the mayor are going to be one and the same. People are going to know. Which at one point in the comic books that happened too. Before yep. New Fifty Two came around, but you said that was a crappy storyline. It was, but <laughs> at least it's something. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Uh, you ready to talk about some Fear of the Walking Dead? Yeah. Because I want to say, holy shit. Um, I was not expecting, like, this season has dragged a little bit, but these last three episodes, wow. I was not expecting that at all. Um, I know we still have the season finale <laughs> to go. Yeah. But Alicia character development no shit (laughs) i mean could you imagine being trapped down there with fucking all those people and then everybody turning and you have to kill every single one of them so the only problem i i really had with this episode and we can keep on talking about your point is madison was gone for two maybe three days and shit hit the fan that fast right yes (laughs) uh you know and i guess that shows you how much how much Madison does and how much of stuff is her fault. Because the only reason why the Horde came to the to the ranch is because of Troy. Now is Madison I think did a great job of keeping Troy in check, but she also manipulated him to the point that he had to felt he felt like he needed to do this. So that's yeah. why the two things like She's both the cause and the the reason why uh, these the, this thing happened. And fuck, was that a horde? Like, I don't even I don't even know if that. I think that might have been bigger horde than the one that was in the Walking Dead. I think so too. Right? It had to have been right. I mean, they knocked down the trailers. I mean, they didn't reinforce them, but they fucking knocked down those trailers. Yeah, that fuck. I don't know. That was so. That was scary. How fucking how did how did a, how did a walker get trapped in the air vent though? Um, there was a giant opening up top, so maybe it stumbled down there and it just fell down. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But with everything that Alicia went through in this episode, that's why I want her to be on The Walking Dead. I want her. To be that character and makes it on TV. She's literally the only likable character in the cast. Like, Nick is a piece of shit uh, who flip flops and and does everything to just disobey, you know, his mom. Like, I don't care that he disobeys his mom, but, like, literally it's the thing that's in his mind forefront all the time. Like, what is it I can do to piss my mom off? Like, all right, cool. You really should be past this rebellious stage in your life, but. I guess. Uh, He's a druggie. He's not going to move, you know, he's going to be thinking the same way all the time. Yeah, exactly. And then Troy, Troy is kind of a piece of shit. And, uh, I mean, Walker is, is pretty cool, but he's a little too stubborn. Um, yeah. Madison, obviously she's the leader that you need, but she, (laughs) she doesn't go about it the right way yet. Uh, uh, What's his name? Stretch? Not Stretch. Strain? Strand? Strand. Strand. Obviously, he's just always out looking out for number one, and you know that he's going to backstab whoever, whenever. So Motherfucker, man. <laughs> At the end of the... Fuck. The end of the episode. I'm so pissed. What did? What do you think he gave to those guys? He's obviously going to give them the, the whole damn. He's going to have them take it out, and that way they pay off his gambling debt, or you know, he's one of the top dogs, and that coliseum 
and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, I thought they, I thought maybe he was going to trade them the the tankard of water, but I guess that makes sense. Sold them out, man. So, of course, he's <laughs> going to sell them out. Uh, yeah. So that comes Alicia. Alicia is pretty much the only character that's worth a damn. So I want to say this yeah. though. I would not be in the zombie apocalypse swinging around a pickaxe. That shit would not be effective. It's way too bulky. It takes really long time to swing, and I, I you you have a good chance of getting it stuck in in heads and whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like an axe uh, or a baseball bat. Like you want something? Like don't be having. I don't understand why a lot of the people on this show have like tiny fucking knives for one like you have to be super close <laughs> to stab zombies in the head with that thing. Uh, so you want something that gives you distance, like a, like the a pickaxe or a bat, but you don't want a pickaxe because that thing takes forever to swing. And then the top come off at any point. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. That was weird. That, that new character. Like I really thought when they didn't show her face, I thought that was going to be the, I don't, I don't know if you watched the, the fear of the walking dead, the tunnel, uh, the little no, middle episodes or the web episodes that they had. But I thought it was going to be the character from that, but it, it, it doesn't, it, I don't think that was her. It's a different character. And I was actually going to ask you about that too. If it was her. No, it wasn't. So it was interesting to see her show up and she's, she's, doing it right she's pulling out fucking teeth taking wedding rings and shit it's like fuck yeah this stuff can be used for shit yeah um she has i mean she mentioned about the trading post so so that's interesting that there's there's other trading but i mean we really don't see that in the walking dead but we have seen that now in the fear of the walking dead like one with the coliseum um kind of the 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 village that uh, Nick was living with living at for a little while with uh oh yeah with Sophia in Mexico yeah uh, Luciana Luciana who uh, which was funny when Troy called him out on that shit like he's like you don't like I expecting Troy to be like you don't give a shit about Luciana like she left and you didn't even do anything about it so like he was just laughing at him like he's like you do it because you want to do it you know these type of things or whatever or no he laughed he said uh because you're in love with me or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to try to redeem Troy, make him likable again? Uh, yeah. I think they, they I think they will because look at like when fuck, fuckhead <laughs> Nick who is, <laughs> was doing all the drugs again. He's kind of like, dude, this is probably not a good idea. And, but Come no. on, man. Yeah. Just eat the pig stem. <laughs> Fucking adrenaline. <laughs> Pure adrenaline, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Let, let's go do that and fucking walk into a, a horde of walkers. Because more adrenaline. Because, you know, I was expecting that shit not to work this time. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like Because, one, they didn't really cover themselves all that much. And, two, if their heart is beating faster because of the adrenaline, that, that means they're putting out more fucking of their own pheromone smell. It's true. So, but no, no, they just walked by. Yeah. So, had a cu- had a cuddle session. <laughs> so, do you think the two of them are gonna hook up? <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I think it might happen. The bromance might get a little too romancy. <laughs> Who knows? I won't be mad if it happens, dude. But... So, how fucking unfair is it that Ophelia died? 
Dude, that fucking sucks. We're gonna man. they're gonna spend the whole fucking half of that season where she's not even there, and then she comes back for this season and doesn't even make it to see her father. That's bullshit, man. Like once again, another character that shouldn't have died. They could have killed off anyone other than Alicia and her, and I would have been okay. But really, you kill off like I, it's not that I'm pissed because I like the character, but at least she had some type of character growth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it it sucks, man, that she died. But obviously, AMC is also about the drama, so they had to kill someone. But Daniel, you know, quickly forgave Madison. Well, it's not like it was really Madison's fault. I mean, she brought him. She brought her back. The, she just got bit. Which was how do you not know you got bit? She knew. She was hiding it. No, she wasn't hiding it because she was she was surprised by it when they when she fell out and she was like, "What? What's going on? Let's just go." You sure she wasn't acting? I don't know. I mean, she could have been acting, but Mercedes, the actress Mercedes, come on, she she's fucking, she's she's awesome. Why why <laughs> why did they get rid of her? They should have keep her on the show. Maybe they're gonna announce that she's gonna be part of another show, or they're just killing off as many characters as possible because of the crossover. Because <laughs> the show's ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know what? It will probably be Strand that makes it over to the fucking The Walking Dead because he. God damn it! No. <laughs> he schemed and fucking stabbed people in the back to get there. And then he's gonna be like, "Hey, Negan, I got this plan." <laughs> Uh, he'll be the you new know, leader you, of the saviors. You, you know what, though? I think this would actually be pretty cool if Madison ended up living. She makes it onto the Walking Dead show, and she becomes like one of the top lieutenants for, for Negan, just because everything she touches burns and dies. <laughs> well, why would she have went to Washington, D.C.? Or Alexandria, Virginia, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, the 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 ranch is dead. It's gone. Now we're in Mexico. Hopefully they'll find refuge at the dam. That's what they're hoping. Um, it made me think a lot about the farm from season two mm-hmm. of Walking Dead, which like I was super happy that they got off that farm. But I I kind of liked the fear of the Walking Dead being on the on the ranch. Like I understand that you don't want any the the survivors to stay in any one place for too long because then they become if it you know it, it makes it so they feel safe but uh i, I don't know if if well, they I, if they want to make this show become a show where they just travel then they should they need to just do that where every episode you know they're in a new town and they meet new people or they you know have to fight off new people kind of thing we can have that with alicia we could have that with Alicia. That's fine with me. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching like a web series or like a little, you know, five minute clips before every episode. Maybe, what's going on. Maybe. Maybe. And then there, there you go. There's Heath. Like Alicia stumbled across him when he was being overrun by a bunch of zombies and she left the PPPP card <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Are you excited for The Walking Dead to come back? Yeah. Yeah, so am I. So. Oh, have have you seen the the Robot Chicken Walking Dead special? I, I've seen mention of it. I haven't actually seen like anything about it yet. 
I'll I'll be fair. Um, only about half of the material was good. Oh, really? Yeah. So it already aired. Yeah, it came out last week. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I have to check I w- that. Out. I haven't watched Robot Chicken in a very long while, so I need I need to get back into that. I guess. Um, I watched it last week before that came on, and I think it said they were on like season eight or nine now. Yeah, I mean it's pretty far. It's up there. Yeah, which I'm surprised because you mentioned that you went to one of the panels and how much work actually goes into the making that show. Oh yeah, a lot of work, a lot of work. So, and then that's usually why they 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 they're like uh, you know everything's kind of a uh, it's behind like with topical stuff. So it's interesting that they had to walk. They probably started walk, working on that Walking Dead one like last year. Yeah. But they had Negan, Jeffrey Dean. A lot of the cast members actually voiced for themselves, too, for this yeah, episode. Yeah, but the voice stuff can come in at the very end. Oh, that's true. A lot of the writing gags were with Negan, though. Yeah, that's good. But like I said, okay, that well, could that start... makes sense last year. Yeah, I was going to say, that could have started last year. Yeah. Uh, all right, anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I think we covered it all. Okay, so uh, Fear the Walking Dead is coming to an end for the season. Walking Dead is coming back October 20th? 22nd. 22nd. Thank you. That's a Sunday, not a... And, um, oh, The Runaways. There is a trailer for The Runaways out there. We were going to talk about it in this episode, but uh, we're kind of running long. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. Cool. If uh, anybody wants to talk to us about any of these shows that we talked about or the new stories that we talked about, you can get a hold of me on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as super commie Daniel. That's right. You changed your Twitter name. Is it, it's, was it pretty easy? Yeah. I wonder if I need to change mine like to be more about our, our stuff now. Well, I mean, mine is a really well. Mine's more Dragon Ball related than anything yeah that's true so i don't know but I, mean, I like yours yours is really creative and witty <laughs> well thank you uh okay so eh, i probably won't change mine uh the rest of geek elite radio is at geek elite radio on twitter uh, at geek elite radio on instagram and facebook.com backslash geek elite radio make, sh- make sure you check out our website geek elite radio.com for archived episodes of, th- of this podcast and other podcasts on the geek elite radio network but until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out.